1: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
2: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show it is 2024 everybody first show of the new year so excited to be back with all of you I missed you all very much um had an excellent holiday I uh, trust and hope that you all did as well uh, Christmas Hanukkah New Year's a lot of good things going on I'm trying to avoid the scale as my eating habits were heavy and toward the sweet end of things over the holiday season but I'm sure I'll be updating you on my fitness journey or uh, return to fitness of some kind journey in this uh, new year. But we have so much to talk about. Our, uh, our main man, Clay, of course, he is still on vacation in Australia. I checked in with him yesterday, having a great time, chasing kangaroos, Sydney Opera House in his sights. He's loving it. He sends warm regards to all of you, Um, and uh, he'll be back with us on Friday. So just a couple more days Hopefully the jet lag's not going to be too crazy. Man, do we have stories to dive into? I mean, today I, I was fortunate that this didn't snarl me, but pro Palestinian, uh, protesters, uh, slowed down traffic trying to get to JFK airport. If there was a way to make the cause of Hamas even less appealing, it would be to have lunatic Hamas, uh, fans and appeasers. Deciding that they're going to stop you. It's already a nightmare to get to JFK Airport. Um, but we'll, we'll discuss a little bit of where, where all of that stands. Uh, the fight against Hamas, the domestic political impact here at home. Ohio Republican Governor Mike, Mike DeWine vetoed a statewide ban on transgender surgery for minors. A lot of people, um, you know, I was checking in and out of the news cycle. A lot of people very understandably upset about the, just the extreme, um, cowardice, I think, from Governor DeWine, but he's, he's a rhino. None of this is particularly surprising. There are 200 names, I believe, that are linked to Jeffrey Epstein, um, that are supposed to become public, could happen as soon as today. Give you my take on that. Los Angeles has reinstated mask mandates for healthcare facilities because they, uh, hate science and cannot observe obvious reality. They can't read data. So there's there's that going on as well. um. But I I want to. Oh, and then I have new border numbers. The updated illegal entry border numbers are going to absolutely blow your mind. Well, maybe not because you heard the numbers right before the break. But I'm just I mean, the the new records, when you start to put this all into context, it is an astonishing number of people who are coming into the country illegally uh so that's that's where that is um but i I want to start with the look as you know as you know i have been saying very consistently and some of my favorite people in the conservative commentary space have been disagreeing with me on this um but i've been saying guys it's going to be biden as you know it's going to be biden and here we are it's january 2024 we're in the new year we are weeks away from Iowa. We'll also look at those numbers, update you on that. Weeks away from votes being cast in the Republican primary. There is no Democrat primary. Um, you know, Joe Biden is still the nominee, I should say. I mean, Joe Biden is the presumed nominee. And they're going with he's done a great job. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know how much they'll be able to get away with here. But they are going with he is doing a great job um this is Corinne jean pierre white house press secretary saying that he has done m- you know what i want you to hear it from her because it is a wow moment play clip one
6: you know i want to take a step back for just a moment as we look at 24 and we're in 24 but just a step back you know this president has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms and that is important more
2: in three years than any president has done in two terms. Now, I will just point out the obvious here, which is she's got to be including two terms of Barack Obama in there, right? So, so Democrats, she said any other president, not even just Republican president, any other president in two terms. Now, I, I want to start by, by pointing out to many of you that technically she is correct. Technically, the White House press secretary is on to something here. What she's saying is a matter of fact. He has done more in three years to undermine and destroy America. Now, that's the part she left out than any other president in, in two terms. Right. If she wants to go in that direction, I think it's a little bit more defensible. If she wanted to say that the incompetence of Joe Biden's three years uh, the divisiveness after planning to or promising to unite the country. Um, all of these different things coming together. Um Yes, he has done more. He has done more in three years than any other president has done in eight to undermine the United States of America, uh, to make our enemies think that we are weak, to push our economy closer and closer to the brink of, Not just a recession, but perhaps a reset with the debt and the spending that we have. All these things that he has done. So in a sense, Crian Jean-Pierre is telling you the truth. But of course, that's not what she intended. She's saying that he's done more and that Joe Biden is a better president than any other president in history. And that's insane. But I do want to prepare you for 2024 as a year of insanity. I want you to get ready for this one right now there will be no outer limit uh now let, let's assume for a second that i am correct and i know many of you still disagree i had people i had friends uh came over for new year's a couple of them are saying oh but they're going to do the switch out at the dnc convention i'm saying you know uh, we, we, we this is this is now the last um this is now the last possibility for those who believe that it will not be biden harris As I've always said, the ticket is Biden-Harris and Joe Biden at his age. We all understand. There's what is planned by Democrats, and then there is reality and father time. And father time, the passage of time, is undefeated, right? We will all die. And people that get to a certain age are much closer to that period. They're much closer to passing, um, just statistically, and based on what we all know and observe about aging, right? So it may end up being kamala harris i've always maintained that that's not that wouldn't be a surprise but the notion of a change the notion of a switch uh at, at this late date i think is increasingly you're looking at racetrack betting odds in the you know 10 to 1 in the 10 to 1 realm and so the only way that they can make this go forward um is to continue with the kind of propaganda that you would expect in a uh, authoritarian regime. Now, I'm not saying Democrats, because we have a Republican Party and there are checks and balances, and there's a, still a constitution that sometimes protects you, sometimes, not really, but sometimes. I I will say that um, we're not fully authoritarian, but there's certainly an authoritarian impulse in the Democrat Party. And in the propaganda now, um, we're reaching Soviet levels. Right? We're reaching Soviet levels where... They're lying. We know they're lying. They know that we know they're lying, but they're lying anyway. Because what else are they going to do? Um Again, chief propagandist for the regime, Corrie Jean-Pierre, comes out today on MSNBC. This is cut three. And you see the point, friends, is that the economy is good in ways that you don't even know. This is cut three. Play it.
6: Look, we understand what the American people went through these past three years, right? We came out of a pandemic, right? A pandemic that we haven't seen in a hundred years. And when the president walked in, the economy was upside down. And so we get it. We get that fo- it's going to take a little bit of time for folks to feel what the Bidenomics has been able to do. That's not something that I'm saying. That's something that economists have said, right? It takes a little bit of time, but doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that the president's not going to continue to work
2: president's going to continue to work. The work is not yet done. He needs four more years. And by that, what they mean is Democrats have to stay in control. The Democrat apparatus has to stay where it is um, so that they can have somebody else take the reins. I think it would be Kamala. And people say, oh, she's so unpopular. That doesn't matter if she gets to just ascend. right? The vice president gets to become the president. She doesn't face the electorate. And at that point, you know, they've got four years to figure it out. Maybe they think then that, you know, Gavin Newsom becomes her VP and then Gavin Newsom runs if he's such a better candidate, which I'm not even that convinced that he is. Although every time I know some of you point this out, every time I start to say that Kamala's not as awful a politician as some people are saying, I get slapped upside the head with some clip. Someone's you know emails me or texts me and says well look at what she just said about this and I go oh my gosh she is awful okay well so I've I've learned my lesson there I've burned my hand on the stove a few times already trying to say that Kamala is not the worst politician I have uh, at that level if of course if you're talking about like a city councilman somewhere you know they're probably city councilmen who think that they're you know aliens from outer space and I get it she's the vice president of the United States right you would think that. Maybe there would be some skill set. Um But people point out that the Democrat Party has really run out of California. They built Kamala Harris into now the vice president. And if you think they can't build her into, or, or they can't maneuver, better, better to say that than build, maneuver her into the presidency, well, look what they did with Joe Biden in 2020. And sure, you can tell me about Um, about rigging elections and you can tell me about, uh, the pandemic and there's all these other, but there's always a lot of factors in a presidential election, right? We have to face the reality that this guy, this clown, this joke, Joe Biden, who even Democrats knew was a joke, um, until they decided he was going to be president. Uh, they've managed to give him three years, now going on four years in office as President of the United States. So they they know how to do this. They know how to figure this out. And what I was saying before to bring this back, the propaganda in 2024 um, that you will be hearing from Democrats is going to be truly mind-blowing. Um, It's going to be telling you the sky is a different color, telling you the oceans are actually, you know, pink or whatever. I mean, they're going to tell you things that are just absurd, and they don't care that you know it's a lie. They are hoping to use the considerable cultural, media, and, uh, you know, academia capital that they have, the, the power that they have, to convince people who are on the edge, who are on the fence, who are low information, who don't pay attention to politics, oh, that must be kind of true, because I've heard it so many times. The Biden economy is good, because I've heard them say that so many times. And they couldn't lie that much, could they? Well, of course they can. But get ready for it, because there there is no record to run on. If you told me that I had to tr- truthfully be an advocate for, for four more years of Biden based upon accomplishments. And the accomplishments had to be for the good of the country, not undermining it, not for socialism, not for authoritarianism, not for DEI, not for the open border, all of that. Right. If you told me I had to make a case for the good of the country, that Joe Biden should be president for four more years, I could not do it because it's not there. There's no data. I've got I got nothing. Right. It's like if someone said, hey, I want you to judge Buck Sexton in a slam dunk contest. I can't dunk, so not going to be very good scores, right? There's nothing there. That's the Biden presidency. 800-282-2882. Please light him up. I have missed all of you so much. Want to hear from you via phones. Also want to hear from you via email. Uh, So write us. Become a VIP at claimbuck.com. We have more coming up, including Corinne Jean-Pierre weighs in on Biden and equity. That's coming up. Um We're going to get into that. And, of course, we also are going to talk about if you're planning on traveling overseas this coming year and you're a Pure Talk customer like I am, you'll have the benefit of their newly expanded international roaming service. The number of countries covered now exceeds 30, and they're continuing to expand as well. Like everything else Pure Talk does for their customers, this is all value-based. It includes in the cost of their monthly service starting at just – it's included, rather, at their monthly service cost of just $20 a month. This past year, Pure Talk saved. This is the great part, right? I mean – I can sit here and just sort of run out numbers, but I'm on this service plan. I've used it overseas. I use it every day here at home. My main phone is Pure Talk. So I love my Pure Talk service. Whenever I've had any question about anything, I reach out to customer service. It gets answered right away. But here's the thing. You get that. Plus you're saving a family of four about a thousand dollars a year. Thousand dollars. Do you want to just light a thousand dollars up in smoke by staying with the big cell phone carrier you have if you want to save a thousand dollars? That's why they also, by the way, um, not only they save you a lot of money, they put you on America's most dependable 5G network. Switch to PureTalk this month and get the benefit of international roaming in over 30 countries. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say the keywords Clay and Buck. To make the switch, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Start saving on wireless today.
3: The supply chain of smarts, sanity, and truth – Uninterrupted. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome back, in team. So we have uh, Green Jean Pierre today on MSNBC, telling everybody about some of the White House priorities. And uh, sure enough, the Democrat base, the party faithful of the left, being reminded by KJP that Biden. He's just like Mr. Equity. He's all about equity. Play clip two.
6: So look, the president has always, always put equity at the center of every policy he's put forward, every legislation that he's put forward, because we understand that many communities uh, have been left behind, have been left behind. We're not trying to do the trickle-down economics.
2: (sighs) Ah, Yes, equity, sure. Let's take a look at how equity is going by the way because remember equity whether it's in economics or in hiring or anything is the same outcome for people irrespective of uh skills um work completed etc right of merit equity is well there is no merit there's just what we say there is and that's what you get the Harvard president who is still clinging to her job uh Dr Gay uh, as of, this is from the Washington Free Beacon. As of today, there are six additional allegations of plagiarism in a complaint filed with the university. So there are now something like 50 or 60 allegations of specific plagiarism that Dr. Gay may be responsible for. Now, w- within academia, it's really interesting. What you are ultimately seeing here. Is I I think the the one thing that up to this point they have maintained at some level. Um, they have maintained at some level that they are is sacrosanct, right? Sacrosanct. It is, um, that you can't plagiarize, right? You cannot plagiarize, and uh, beyond that, there's really not very much that you would say in the academy is except, as we see, the DEI program. So really, you have this battle between what is more important to the academy, DEI or plagiarism. Like, what matters more? If you have to choose one standard, if you have to have one thing that is the thing, um, I think that what you're going to find out is... DEI wins. (laughs) DEI wins over plagiarism, everybody. We'll see. My pillow is something that I love. I sleep on my pillows here at home. I've got the Giza Dream sheets, but you know what's been amazing? They're my towels. They're manufactured in a way that make them both soft and absorbent, and it's a combination that's harder to achieve than you might think. My pillow's secret ingredient is the type of cotton they're using. Shapir, this comb ring-spun cotton is what makes these towels so amazing. You can get a six piece set for introductory sale price as low as $29.98 with our names, Clay and Buck, as your promo code. If you're feeling fancy, you can get the designer premium line for just $20 more. Look, I felt a little fancy, so I go $20 more, but the other towels are great too. I've got both types here at home. Go to mypillow.com and get some my towels. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, check out the new my towel six piece towel set, get 50% in savings. Remember, enter promo code Clay and Buck. So go to mypillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials, enter promo code CLAY AND Buck for this special, and many more. Get some of my towels. <laughs>
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I knew it when I came on the air that there was, I was like, oh, there's so many stories, so many things I want to talk to you about. And I was just running them off the top of my head. And already some people are writing in. Don't worry, we got a lot of time together. We got three hours a day from now to the end of the year. Well, and then hopefully many, many years, of course, after that. But I'm just saying, you know, we're in 2024 now. We got we got to strap in for a long political cycle, and, uh, we're gonna get into all this stuff. But yes, the ballot access issue. I meant to mention at the top of the show, the ballot wait mean, well, that's not even really the right way of saying it, is it? It's the Democrats underhanded, unconstitutional, and insane program of throwing Donald Trump off of state ballots because they say he committed an insurrection. This happened in uh, Colorado. Now, of course, it's an issue for the courts. It's also now what has happened with the uh, main secretary of state, who is a Democrat. Now, look, I understand, oh, he's on, he's off. It's, there's going to be some back and forth and all of this. Um, courts are going to get involved. But when you have more than one state doing this, you can be sure that there will be Others, I think, that are likely to follow because it's a political stunt for the people involved. So they benefit even if they lose, even if they are not in a position where they end up uh, victorious legally at the end of it. Um, they are treated as heroes. They're treated as heroes by their own side. They're going to be viewed as people that were willing to take any measure, take all measures. Um, here we go. Boston Globe has a headline here. In defense of Maine Secretary of State, Sh- uh, Shenna? Is that right? I don't know. I've never seen that name before. Bellows, courageous decision to keep Trump off the ballot. Um, and here we go. It's, uh, it's really stunning that this is what they're doing. I guess that maybe we should just think of it as it was expected, but it's still, even though you know it's coming, it's still just a wow moment for the country. The uh, leading presidential uh, Republican contender. And uh, we have this secretary of state, a Democrat, a, a partisan state official, saying that you can't have Trump on the ballot. Th- think about this. What if they, you know, a lot of them, I believe, do this thinking that they win either way. As I said, they're a hero for the movement. Imagine if they were successful with this. What would we be able to say as Americans, not even just as conservatives, as Americans going forward about whether we have free and fair elections in this country? Uh, I mean, if if they can disqualify, it's a former president, too, which I think heightens all of this as well. It's not just some guy who came out of nowhere and, oh, my gosh, you know, he's already been president. And he's very possibly going to be president again. And they know that, which is why they're throwing all these roadblocks and doing all these things, doing everything they possibly can so that he can't win. Not based on the votes that are going to be cast by people. Well, that's a whole other conversation. What kind of schemes are they planning? Um, but just based on using the system, weaponizing the system and the structures in, to to kick him off the ballot. I mean, we now have 4 felony indictments against Donald Trump outstanding. We've had two states remove him uh from the ballot or you know be in process of trying to remove him from the state ballot. You know, what else do they have up their sleeve? What what other tricks are they planning? And and I say that not knowing the answer, but knowing there are answers. Knowing that there are things that they are going to do. That will make this all much, much more, um, obviously rigged than it even was perhaps the last time. I, I, that, I think that's where we are, right? Don't, don't we have to look at that reality and say it out loud? They are preparing to rig this election. And, and I should say taking active steps. If we put this in the language of criminal justice. They are taking steps in furtherance of the conspiracy to prevent Donald Trump from being on the or being able to be president again in a way this year that at this point even exceeds what they were able to do in 2020. You know, the last time at least they were saying, well, we found these votes or we counted these votes or, oh, you can mail in ballot or you can ballot harvest and all the different things, all the different things that we've been spent years now talking about. And that was what they did. This time around they're they're saying, let's lock him up in prison. I mean, I think we have to get to that place where we understand that rigging the system on election day and changing the rules because of covid and and all of the different stuff that we saw go on, I mean that's that's egregious, sure. It's not right. Yeah. But trying to prosecute him and lock him up in a prison cell former president of the united states and now having him taken off the ballot as an insurrectionist we all understand right you don't have to go to law school to get this i didn't go to law school clay went to law school as i'm sure you all know um but uh you don't have to have any legal background to know that if the democrat secretary of state for the state of maine or yeah secretary of state for the state of maine um if she can just say i think you're an insurrectionist so you're off the ballot they can kick anyone off any ballot for any reason, right? It's just her opinion. It's no process. It's just, oh, I've made this determination. You're not allowed to be on the ballot anymore. So, and you look at what's going on in Colorado, you look at what's going on in Maine, and you recognize these people are nuts. They think that they are protecting the system by burning it down. They think that by undermining all of the principles that they pretend Trump offends by undermining all the principles that they claim the Republicans ignore, they are somehow doing a great service to the country. When the real answer to all this is so clear, isn't it? Let the people decide. It's the system we have. Let the people decide. Let them see good old Joe Biden up there on stage. Uh, What's going on? uh, And then let them see Donald Trump and then let the votes be cast legally and counted legally and see where things go. That, that's the answer here, right? All this other stuff, all these externalities and the kicking off the ballot and the, the prosecution for documents and the prosecution for insurrection, the prosecution for Rico around the election and for the, in New York, the 34 counts of not marking down a campaign expense. You know, I, really, why, why not just start locking somebody up because the IRS, you know, says they owe them a quarter or something, you know, well, well let's just let's just go totally nuts. That's what Democrats are doing. Trump derangement syndrome. I, I am worried that we are entering a period here of of mass delusion. I'm worried that we're entering a period of of a of a mass hysteria where that part of the minds of so many and yes for some reason democrats are more susceptible to this they were more susceptible during covid to freaking out to believing all the lies to thinking masking up between bites i mean far more susceptible i mean it was almost a it was almost a perfect alignment of the more left-wing a democrat you were the more you believed fauci the more you believed the science and the more conservative you were the more likely you were to say this is crazy this doesn't this doesn't make any sense this is but there's something wrong in the minds of so many millions who believed all that COVID nonsense. And I think that the pandemic of COVID in their minds is now being replaced with the pandemic of Trump. They see this now as the new great cause. Notice they got a little quiet about Ukraine, especially since there's some reporting that Ukraine's going to have to come to a negotiated settlement where they're going to lose some territory with Russia. You see the seen some of that reporting right all oh, not a lot of Ukraine flags in the bios these days of annoying libs on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff right all of a sudden it's not the thing anymore but I do think the thing is going to be the Trump pandemic in the minds of the left that this is an existential threat and they love to put things in those terms they love to tap into uh you know extinction phobia they love to look at this and say to themselves oh my gosh You know, climate change, we're all going to die unless the Democrats are in power. Uh, COVID, we're all going to die unless the Democrats are in power. And the same thing with Trump. And therefore, anything is justified to stop him because everything is at risk if you don't stop him, which is why you have these, I mean, just obviously absurd officials who are trying to uh, take him off the ballot. They're going to be judges are going along with this, too, in some cases, I'm sure. You're going to see more of it. So, this is what I'm saying. You know, get prepared for, I mean, that for all of us, you know, know, psychologically, steal yourself for the months ahead where people are going to lie to you in ways that I don't think we've really been lied to before. Well, COVID probably, but they're going to lie to you in ways that uh, defy any honor and any belief in the truth. um, And they're also going to become truly hysterical. Because for everyone who listens to this show, everyone listens to me and some of my conservative colleagues in the media and, and understands how crazy all of this is, there are Democrats, and many of them, and the whole system, I believe, at the top down, truly believes that anything that they can do to stop Trump is entirely justified because this is the end for us. This is a mental illness, right? This belief is a mental illness. This is not really that different from, oh, we all have to gather together on this specific mountaintop at this specific time so the aliens can take us away to, you know, the galaxy where everything's going to be great. Um, except in this case, it's the end of the world, you know. It's a it's like a doomsday cult, in essence, but the doomsday trigger is Donald Trump. That's how they see it. I, I don't know what else to say other than some of them believe this, and a lot of the rest of them go along with it and mobilize behind those people who will say this crazy stuff out loud. What do you think? 800-282-2882. There's no better time than the new year to get on top of protecting your identity and finances. Identity thieves can take out loans in your name, take over and drain your banking and investment accounts, and more. It's a total nightmare, but not if you have LifeLock. LifeLock makes it easy to help protect your identity and financial future. Their systems work 24-7 to monitor your accounts. It's like having an online bodyguard that always has your back. And if you do become a victim, a U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. Plus, all plans are backed by the million-dollar protection package, meaning you'll be reimbursed up to your plan limits for lost funds due to identity theft. LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com and use my name, Buck, as your promo code to save 25% off your first year. That's LifeLock.com, promo code Buck to save 25% off.
3: Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24 7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, welcome back in, team. We got lines lit. We got VIP emails flowing in. Just to let you know, coming up in a few minutes, we will dive into the border numbers. You got to hear this and just what it means and some of the scams, some of the fraud, you know, crimes that are going on at the border systematically, day in and day out biden's uh white house doing nothing about this because the democrats want this as we all know i mean this that is an obvious point it's one we have to keep repeating to remind ourselves of and to make sure everyone out there knows that we know um, but let's get into some of these calls rachel in vero beach florida
8: what's going on rachel good afternoon hi i have a couple of I got a couple of questions for you the first one Um, Is there any chance at all in your mind that maybe, just maybe the Democrats in Maine and Colorado have seen some internal polling and might be a little nervous? And that's why they want Trump off the ballot, because they think he might take those states come November. The second is, well, go
2: ahead, go ahead. Sorry, second question. Go ahead.
8: Okay. Uh, I know everyone's slobbering all over Nikki Haley, but she's proven that she can be bought. She is a rhino, not a fan. Um, Okay.
2: okay, Go ahead.
8: same, Same thing with our Governor DeSantis. I love the man as a governor. He's been a solid governor for us. However, you don't bite the hand that fed you, and both of these people wouldn't be on the global stage without Donald Trump. So my thought process is everyone's saying the people remaining are auditioning for VP. I don't see Chris Christie in there at all. He's a traitor. Same thing with Haley. Vivek says he doesn't want it. So does our governor. Although he might be a great, um, DeSantis might be a great attorney general. We need that Justice Department to be completely gutted. And he would do it. What do you think about Sarah Sanders as Trump's VP?
2: Okay. All right. Let me take both both of these. I'm worried because I thought this might happen. The, just give me the, the, the first thing you asked was, are, de- oh, Democrats worried about the polling? Um, the answer is yes. And I'm hearing this from sources I have, including, you know, I do have some Democrat friends in the world of politics. Uh, and, and they are concerned. There's no way to spin the polls that are coming out in swing states from top, you know, r- r- polling companies uh, and, and pollsters. Uh, there's no way to spin these numbers that doesn't look like Biden is in real trouble at this stage. Uh, and I know people have a lot of different theories about how, oh, it's, it's, uh, a, you know, it's a front. It's, it's a trap. It's whatever. At the end of the day, the numbers look bad for Biden. Whether they want him gone or not, I can leave to, to a debate and discussion. So yes, they are concerned that Trump could win, which is why they these are break the glass plans, everybody. Kicking them off the state ballot. I mean, the Colorado state Supreme Court, four, I think it was four, or three Democrats, all Democrats, uh, but four Democrats said yes. Three Democrats said no in terms of the judges. Uh, who are looking at this in the state Supreme Court they took him off Trump's obviously appealing that to the Supreme Court and and um, then there's also uh, Maine what's going on that's just a state official I mean that one is even more egregious in some ways but yes they are worried now as to the um, question about Sarah Sanders I, you know look I, I've 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 met uh, Sarah Sanders before I think she's doing a good job as governor of Arkansas I think she was a very um, loyal and dutiful press secretary to Trump you know Arkansas doesn't bring much to the table from an electoral perspective because we're going to win Arkansas we're not worried about that Um, would she be a good VP for Trump yeah I think she'd be a good VP for Trump is she going to be the one he goes for anyone who asked me this I always get the same answer I don't think Trump's made up his mind yet and I, and I know Trump well enough to know he's going to want to keep his options open and see where things go you know, he, it could be a very uh, last-minute decision for Trump, Um, and he's going to go with whatever his gut may be about who's the best VP pick. So do I think Sarah Sanders is in the running? Sure. I think there are probably, you know, a dozen other names that are in the running and four or five that he's thinking very seriously about. I do think it'd be interesting if he, for some reason, Nikki Haley became the VP because a lot of people are saying Trump would never do that. And now I'm hearing people say, actually, Trump's thinking about that. So... Oh boy, it's tough to keep up sometimes. Um, I'm going to dive into the border with all of you coming up here in the next hour. These numbers are crazy. And also, Ohio Republican Governor Mike DeWine vetoes a ban on transgender surgery for minors and uh, boys competing in girls' sports. Uh, one of the, you know, other Republican governors have gone down the same pathway, but uh, he has now shown uh, true cowardice on this issue. Um, There are other governors who try to cover up their tracks on this one and say, oh, it's not really what you think, but it is. And we'll discuss this. So that's all coming up. And maybe if I have time, I'll get into Los Angeles apparently has mask mandates back for um, for medical settings. I was telling you before, mass hysteria, folks, still out there.
3: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. On the the Front front Lines lines of of Truth. Truth.
0: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael